12 minutes past seven, and if you have just joined us, that was the first choice of Big Fat Juicy by the JSB crew. Tafetas and Bintambololala, beautiful song uh, with that Cora to start our Sunday morning. Don't forget, you can start sending in your songs. Bra Mara, I saw your tweet, and it did put a big smile on my face, which has been feeling a bit rounded. You're saying... We want to send a song to all Kaiser Chiefs fans. They should never lose hope after the defeat against Sundowns. I swear, between Kaiser Chiefs and the Borka, it was a bit of a grim evening. But we move forward and we see where we're going from here. If you're wondering who's up on the team, you heard the lovely Luyanda on the news a little earlier. We want to say thanks to Mark for charging down to do the decks. And uh, we've got, of course, NNN on production in Tabi Singh and in Dosh making sure that it all happens. Now, interestingly, when I walk into the SABC, there's an incredible series of artworks. Well, the SABC probably has one of the greatest art collections I've ever seen, actually, of South African art. But there's a selection of artworks by the wonderful artist Sam Nklingwe-Getwa. And those are a series of artworks called The Miners. And it reminds me, of course, around the fact that today, or not today, but certainly this week, we recognize 10 years since Marikana, which also makes me think of the graffiti in downtown Joburg that I saw a while back saying that we are all Marikana. And so on Constitution Hill on Saturday, the 20th of August, which is next Saturday at 11, there's going to be a one-day symposium on the legacy of the Marikana Massacre. There are a diversity of speakers taking place. It's sponsored by the Rosa Luxemburg Stifting and also Africa is a Country, which is a fantastic website and also um, news portal. AfricaIsACountry.com. On the line, we've got William Shoki from uh, Africa as a Country. He'll be speaking at the symposium, but also just to talk about the um, symposium in general as well. William, thanks so much for joining us. Michelle, thank you so much to, for having me on your program, and good morning to your listeners. William, I suppose when we look at Marikana uh, in the perspective of moving forward, this is a question in many ways about what is the democracy that our country needs and what is the democracy that we need to be thinking about and that we require? Absolutely. I think Marikana is is such a significant episode in South Africa's post-apartheid democratic history because I think up until that point, we had all been under the impression that even though South Africa was struggling its way forward since 1994, we were more or less on the right track and then Marikana happened, and it was the largest event of state-sanctioned violence in post-apartheid South Africa. It was at the scale of the Sharpeville massacre of June 1976, of events that we thought we had put behind us. And I think this shattered the illusion that I think we were all under at the time that South Africa's democracy was working for the majority of people. And so I think part of the reason for the symposium is to ask, since this massacre, since this event, which pushed us to reconsider where we are at and where we are going, how much further have we actually gone? Do we have a democracy that works any better? Or do the high rates of inequality and poverty still suggest that there's a lot more work to be done? 
Let's take that and tease that idea of democracy further. When we look at a democracy, I mean, it seems interesting that this is an event which will take place on Constitution Hill, which talks to a highly, highly um, developed constitution. And yet, in practice, the constitution and indeed thus our democracy seem to be failing us in so many different ways. Absolutely. And I think the choice of Constitution Hill was was very deliberate because the Marikana massacre happened because on the 10th of August, a range of miners decided that they weren't earning uh, sufficient income, that they wanted to earn a living wage. They wanted to have the means to support themselves and support their families. And so they were going to protest. And what happened on that week is that their constitutional right to protest was undermined. And not only their constitutional right to protest was undermined, but I think it illustrates, as you've pointed out, the gap between a constitution which imagines a South Africa that is socioeconomically in the benefits of all and a South Africa where that dream hasn't been realized. Uh, and I think what we want to do is to not despair and throw the baby out with the bathwater <laughs> and yeah. declare that the constitution is this document that can never be realized, but I think to really press and ask, well, given this gap, how do we move from the current status quo where it's not happening and a reality where it can happen? How do we ensure that the spirit of Marikana, which was inaugurated and ignited uh, on those days on the copies, uh, carries through to the situation? And how do we how do we build the politics uh, and how do we mobilize the South Africans in order to to realize that dream rather than than being apathetic? I'm interested that you say, how do we build a politics? Because one of the things that struck me about this panel as well is that it goes beyond the politics into the psychology as well. I mean, to have Pumla Gaborda Madikizela, who is probably one of the country's leading psychologists, and her work around um, trauma, trauma and, and generational, transgenerational trauma, is, is, is she's a leader globally. And I think that this makes for a very powerful conversation as well, is what does that mean? What does it mean it was 10 years ago? But what will it mean in 10 years' time? And what does it mean intergenerationally? Mm, absolutely, I agree. And I think her inclusion on these panels is, is also to, to underscore that psychology is and can be political. Questions yes. of memory, questions of trauma, these are political questions, but... We, we don't recognize them as political questions because we often sort of assign them to the, the therapy room between an yes. individual and, and, a, and, a, and a therapy practitioner. But these are questions that often concern the collective and that our country would be in a much more better position if we tackle these questions jointly and understood what does it mean for all of us to undergo this collective trauma? What does it mean to have sort of technologies that are instituted by the states which try to to repress this trauma to to put in this put us in a position where where we forget how do we how do we tackle it in a way that doesn't try to to repress it but can confront it head on and can think about how do we build alternatives which don't repeat those those patterns of violence because this country is 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 tortured by its its repeated patterns of violence um and i think we want everything to be up for discussion, up for conversation and stretch our thinking on, on, on the legacy of, of Marikana so that it's not only an event that does not happen again, but so that we build a democratic South Africa where the occurrence of such is, 
is, is a remote possibility. It becomes a metaphor in many ways. It does, absolutely. I think it, it, it absolutely does. Um, and we've, we've got metaphors in this country that I think have, have been part of, of constitution, constituting the nation. We think of ourselves as a rainbow nation. We, I don't think anyone does anymore. We've got metaphors which I think underscore the dark periods that we've been through. And maybe we need an opportunity for, for new metaphors, for metaphors that illuminate a, a future that we can strive for. Wow. William, if people are interested in attending, how do they do it? Can they just go online or is this a closed event? This is welcome and open to, to any member of the public. If you are having nothing to do on a Saturday morning, you're welcome to come to Constitution Hill uh, at the Women's Jail. We would encourage uh, our viewers to, to register on, on Eventbrite. Those details are on africasthecountry.com, on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram that helps us plan for, for catering. But it's a matter of, of, of showing up, being part of the conversation. We welcome anyone and everyone, and we think that every South African uh, has something to say and should say it. William Shockey, writer at uh, africasacountry.com, an amazing website. Go and check it out if you'd like to attend the event next week on Constitution Hill.